if you've listened to Sex Talk with my mom before, and you've thought to yourself, oh my God, these voices are just getting me all horned up. I got to see what these people look like. Well, guess what? You can see us. Go to YouTube. YouTube.com. Search for Sex Talk with my mom. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. I hooked up with someone, and the next day I had a bunch of people over, and I thought I needed to burn the sheets or something because it smelled (laughs) fucking, it smelled like a sewage dump in there. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. We are chatting about sex on a weekly basis. Mother? Yes. I think it's time to lube it up. I definitely want to lube it up with our favorite lube, Uber Lube to save the day. This segment of the show is presented by Uber Lube, a high-grade silicone lubricant made with body-friendly ingredients. That I actually used on my hair today. Oh, really? Yeah. Tame those frizzies. That's exactly what I was doing. So... Uh, Uber Lube uh, lubricates not only our uh, dicks and vag, but also our conversation with this question. We This question of the week is, have you ever been with a married person who you are not married to? And did you have an answer for that? It, it, by the way, follow up. If so, how did it come to be and what happened? Okay. Then I have an answer for that. Uh, I have never been sexually intimate with a married person person oh you're gonna do a little qualifier are you yes i'm qualifying i was emotionally intimate with a married person i think i know who this is who are you guessing no you don't use names oh i was gonna say um someone that you worked with bingo Uh aha i had uh it was a uh it was it was a she was a boss of mine Oh. Did you, is this who you were thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so why are you surprised by that? Because I didn't think of it as there's a lot of shit going on that was, it not, was She was a exa- boss. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there was a... I she didn't was think it was a, like a Harvey Weinstein thing going on. No, no. no significantly I'm just older. And, Cougar thing. Uh, she was married. Married thing. We hit it off and uh, it, got, it got steamy. But I'm not doing anything with that. She's married. And then it got to the point where she had to introduce me to the husband to prove that we were not doing anything. Very awkward conversation that was. Well, let's get a little glimpse of it. What was it? I went over to her house. First of all, she kind of like kidnapped me. And she was like, we're, yeah, we got to take, we gotta take unethical a, things. Yeah, I got to take a drive to my place. And then she's like, she opens the door and introduces me to this guy. And she's like, see, this is... This is who you're worried about. Yes, that was it. That was kind of the vibe. But I was like, are he, you really worried about this little scrawny little 20-year-old? Or how, how old were you? I don't but know. But you should have been worried. You that, should have I, been worried. You should have been worried. Well, I think when you posed the question, you were thinking more physical. Than that. Yes, okay. So what, what would you say? Have you ever been with a married person who you are not married to? And the answer is yes. Surprising not. But I have to have a lot of qualifiers there. Okay, let's hear it. One is that it happened when I was newly single. 
Um, and I was told that he is already separated from his wife because he had already cheated on her with someone else Ooh. and having an ongoing affair with someone else who he said, who, who, was, who told you that he told you, this? he told me this. Okay. So I thought, well, I, I'm just, you know, at that point there's too much water under the dam, right? Meaning the fucking, the, the floodgates have opened. You should just go for it because he's clearly not with this woman. Yes. Okay. So we go to his friend's apartment yeah. and the first thing he says to me when I walk in is, this is the last night we're going to be together because I'm getting back with my wife. What? So, and I hadn't really like done any, we hadn't done any penetration. So I felt, well, what, 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 no harm, no foul right now. So we kept going anyway, but there was no penetration. What the fuck? But I guess it, yeah, technically I was with a married man. Did you feel guilty at all? No, because he's the one who did this all on his own. And you, and as far as you knew, he was already broken up with this woman. Very much so. Like, until the last time you did it. When he said that this, this is our last time. So at that point, you know. But at that point, you're already in so deep, you know, you're already in trouble. It's a tricky situation, mother. It was tricky. Yeah. But that was the one no, time. And then there was no other, I mean, what was no. your relationship with him afterwards? Oh, that got kind of. What? the fuck that was just like a texting thing going on what not sexual maybe who remembers it was years ago who remembers the bottom line <laughs> bottom line is wow, that the answer never... to that question was yes i would consider that involved with a married man wow however um you know what i don't judge people that much anymore about married not married and all that they, whatever they going on in their relationship it's always there's always two sides to every story takes two to tango some might say or in this case like three that's or right in this case it was cons four who the fuck is four well him that's one me that's another the person he cheated with that was just another oh my god and his wife <laughs> okay all right there's a lot of shit going on there there's a lot of shit going on but I mean, considering that I've been on this earth for 63 years, I think that's not such a bad thing. Do you? No, but I do feel bad for the wife. Okay. Well, I'm sure they're living very happily ever after right now. Who knows? You should text him. <laughs> oh, I, I did. What? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. We did text our sneaky freaks this question. The sneaky freaks, if you're just listening, are our wonderful listeners. You can be a sneaky freak by giving us a text. At 310-3, you want me to sing it? 310-356-3920. That's our number, folks. If you want to get involved in our little text conversations, just text us. We, Say hi. We won't harass you. We'll just give you a weekly text and you can be part of the show. So in response to, have you ever been with a married person who you are not married to? If so, how did it come to be and what happened? We got several responses. Justin says, yes, I began dating a married woman who was in process of expanding her mar marriage from monogamous to poly. I was the first step in that direction for her, and I was open to being with a poly person. It was a good relationship, ups and downs, you know, and we were together for seven years. Ooh. It ended because she and her husband were retracting from other people and attempting to have a baby. I was around for much of that, but the sexual relationship stopped in efforts to ensure the husband's paternity. Oh, oh well, what if you just wore a condom? Wouldn't that ensure the paternity as well? Yeah, but maybe, who knows? Uh, Julie says, hi, I'm back listening to episode 360. Was it ever decided what a friends with benefits with emotional connection was called? 
I have that going on. And so with that, uh, was there a name for that? I don't want to say friend because he's so much more than that, but he doesn't want to be a thing either. So I was there with a, I was hoping for a good name. Okay, so this is a departure. This is yeah, a question we're, upon we're, our question. We're veering off into uh, muddy, murky waters of relationship versus friends with benefits with a relationship. I would like to come back to that question okay. a bit because I've been thinking a lot about this, actually. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Hang oh. in there, folks. We're going to go back to it later in this episode. Okay. So Lisa says, uh, no, I have had the opportunity multiple times and I wouldn't want it done to me. It sucks to be cheated on and don't want any part of that. Also, I just don't get how you can trust the person. If they would cheat on them, then why wouldn't they cheat on you? I always say the leopard don't change its spots. But you didn't give a shit in your situation if the Excuse guy cheated me. on you. What? Which what which which time are you talking about? Oh, the one I just described. Yeah. Well, the reason I didn't care is yeah. because I was looking for just a friends with benefits. Right. Not even a friend, just the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Drew says I've been. You know, there's something interesting about your situation too, because you're really putting the onus on them. Like it's their it's his choice right. to to cheat on his wife. Yeah. It's her choice to remain with a cheater. Right. You, you know, and you're just. Following your own, you're taking care of yourself. I kind of like this approach, actually. Woohoo! Yeah, I do. First time you've ever approved of anything I've done. Even though it's kind of questionable behavior. Thank you. Yeah. I was in a questionable phase of my life. I think you can't judge any widow in in a year after a death. Yeah, I you mean, you get like a free pass to do shit that you normally wouldn't do. I wouldn't want to do that shit. FYI. Well, I but, learned from my lesson. You, ne- you Until you see a divorce decree, you don't believe anything these guys say. Because I've also had a guy... But it sounds like you didn't give a shit if he was divorced or not. I did, but he, you know, it was very much because of this other person, not because of me, that's for sure. He was right. uh, I see, he I see, cheated I see. for a long time. You're just along for the ride. I was just going along for the extra benefits there. Yeah. And I might add that I had an experience where some guy tried to pick me up wearing his dead uh, parents' wedding ring. Oh, and I, I didn't Wait, really picked you. He's trying to pick you up. Yeah, he wanted me to to you know get together with him in a bar, and tells me that the, he's wearing his dead parents' wedding ring. And I said, really, because I kind of thought it might have been his. Turns out the next day he calls me and he admits that it was his. And what I, the fuck? I said, what the fuck? I went off on him. Fuck him. A lot of cheaters out there. There's a lot of cheaters. Uh, Drew says, I've been with a married wife and a married husband, different times and various occasions. These all happened when Craigslist was still around. The wife was looking for some fun while the husband watched. We met at their place and had a great time. We had sex 69 and made out. I met a husband on the... on the DL, as he was exploring his buy side, I met him at his house while his wife was gone. I gave him a head before he fucked me. This guy is true. Is true freaky. Handsome, extreme. Is he's been, he's he's lived his life. We have some super super sneaky freaks. Yeah, Drew, you are one of them. We approve. We approve. That's pretty wild. You with know, the, with the with the husband watching. We've had, I I believe we've had a couple episodes where we're talking about uh, cuckolds and oh yeah things like that. So you guys should go check the the I, early I, episodes of Sex Talk with My Mom. I think you'll find it. I'm amazed. I'm on field. I see how many requests there are for to be with the with the a couple. One of them is watching. It's it's wild. People I know. Like I that. know personally people that, that say it's helped their marriage tremendously because it really turns everybody on to think about it, to see it, to hear about it. You think it would turn you on? Um, 
it's hard to say what would turn me on. Would it turn on my partners? Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. There's too much jealousy that goes on. I would have, it would not turn me on whatsoever. To be, I, 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 would, I would be part, being part of it would not turn me on because you don't want to be like, a little, you, you'd be the what, stud. I know, but why is that guy watching me? That's, and then you, would you be feeling insecure? I, I was just, yeah. Would I, you I, think I, he's judging your performance? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I don't need that. <laughs> that external stimulus. Was you just sit there and watch? Yeah. No. And then oh, would, what if he wears like a cage on their dick? You know, that, I don't like remember that? that? I, I, there's no reason for that. What's that called when they put the cage on their dick? It's like a chastity belt for, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. for a penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Probably dick cage or something like that. It, I don't that's know. for someone who really likes to do that, it, uh, you oh. know, S&M type of thing. Also, I don't think it would it would personally turn me on if my partner hooked up with someone else. I think I'd feel very... Uh, Threatened? Insecure? Just, just like, annoyed, why am I watching this? Bored? Not bored, but I was... Yeah, not... It wouldn't appeal to me. Saddened? Saddened, maybe. Disappointed? Yeah, okay. <laughs> We've got a lot of adjectives going on here. Yeah, I'd probably feel all those things, Mom. Uh, Jealous? Cassie says, uh, I have not been with a married person, but this is my top-notch biggest irrational fear, that I will sleep with someone who's married and won't know. Then they fall in love with me, and then, boom, their wife goes missing, and I'm throat deep in a murder mystery. Cassie, a little vivid imagination there. Yeah, I mean, this is a... This is a that uh, is a deep fear. I have never thought this, and I have an anxious brain. And now you are going to be... Every time you're with someone, you're not going to be... Is you're not 100%. Yeah, yeah, is this person... Are they going to kill their wife now? Or their husband? Or It's an episode of Murder, She Wrote. Yes. Sage says, technically, yes. Separated, as far as I knew. See, there I, you go. I ended it, though, because he failed to mention that when he we first met. Right, they tell you, or, or else I tell you, their marriage is horribly on the rocks. That I heard that mm. shit before. One one guy told me, I'm, I'm filling in the blanks here. One guy told me that his wife was dead. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh my God, my husband's dead. Your wife is dead? And he goes, yeah. And I go, what's your name? And he said, Gary. Oh, which is your d- dead my, husband's name. Your father's name. Yeah. And it turned out she was alive and well. And what ma- and the mar- fuck? And married. <laughs> oh, that's some fucked up shit. It is the worst situation I could ever think of. And I, don't I, like I that. let him have that too. You, you let him have it? I l- don't play, don't be pushing that shit on me anymore. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think he's scared of me now. Another Cassie says, I have been propositioned by the, by the man, but declined. Uh, the dude's wife was a bombshell and mother of his two children. Just knowing he was looking outside of his marriage made me kind of mad and paranoid about potentially becoming a mom in the future myself. Especially after learning how common cheating is among married men with young children. Yikes. You know about that. What? A lot of married men? Well, they're, yeah, because when you have a baby, the baby's annoying as fuck. <laughs> they won't, they're it, tugging on you all day on your boobs, on your leg. They want to be picked up. They're, they're snotting all over the place. So you think the mother doesn't usually want to have sex? That's the last thing you feel like if you've been with that baby all day long is to go, oh, now I'm going to do more bodily functions. And so then the father then. Oh, he's poor me. I worked all day. I want to go get laid. I want to get laid. And so then, so then he goes and treat, cheats. Goes and cheats. Some fucked up shit. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, we got Tom, the elder statesman. 72. Uh, I don't know why you he, you make him older than he is, 70. How do you know he hasn't had a birthday? 
it would tell me on this app. Right. Uh, Tom says, uh, yes, he's been with married person twice. Both were women I knew through work. One thing led to another. Both were incredibly hot, and we did things that weren't typically part of our married sex lives. First one lasted about three months before spouses got suspicious and we broke it off. Second one lasted about a year and we hooked up about once a month. She started feeling guilty and ended it. Can I just say that I can't even imagine how paranoid you'd be oh, if you God. were doing something and then, and all of a sudden you hear a knock at the door and it's the husband? Oh, oh, What would oh. you do? You would flip the fuck out. I, yesterday my fucking uh, freezer started making ice cubes and started. I heard... The tapping from the freezer, I, I, that freaked me the fuck out. So you I can could, just imagine if a tapping at the door. It was an actual human whose wife I was boning. Oh, Not my good. God. Not good. Boner would go. Boner would go there. And what, about your, what about your anxiety? Anxiety up, boner down. You would be hiding under the bed. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I would. But luckily, you know the, how to do that boxing now. Yeah, What's Muay Thai? Yeah, you know how to Muay Thai. Well, I just said Muay Thai, and then you have to somehow call Muay Thai. <laughs> All right. You're the fuck boy doing more toy. Oh my God. Um, all right. How about this one? Amanda says, I've never been with someone who was married, but I've been with the married person in that situation and it did not end well. I'll tell you that much. So she's been, she's been cheated on basically. That's what that says. Oh yeah. Or maybe she cheated on someone and it didn't end well because the person showed up at her door. No, she said, I have never been with someone who was married, but I've been the married person in that situation. What's going on, Bon? I've been the married person in that situation. I'm confused. Oh, you pay. Move on. I didn't I didn't really understand the dynamics there, but go on. Next. Joseph says, I ended up getting with a school mom. We chaperoned a lot together, and there was an overnight cave camping trip. After the kids and other parents went to sleep, we snuck off to another cave and hooked up. She ended up leaving her husband, and it was a big old mess. First of all, Joseph, this is a good idea for Tom. <laughs> this is also a good idea for Joseph, our, our wonderful videographer Who's, over here. Who could have written that in for all we know. Joseph, did you fucking read? <laughs> he, he did it. He did it, Joseph, you horny little beast. <laughs> this, I've never heard of a cave camping trip. Any of those camping trip things. You, would you fuck in a cave, though? Why, why not? That's a good place to fuck. You th- a cave? Yeah. Stalactites and stalagmites everywhere. The bats. Just cold, kind of cold and dingy. Cold and damp and Not great, not great air quality in there. Not great air quality. I'd Mm -hmm. have an anxiety attack in there too. All right. Those, that's uh, the end of this segment of lube it up. Oh my God. I almost said hit on or shit on. No. Lube it up presented by Uberlube. What do you like about Uberlube, mother? It's great for anal, oral, and vaginal penetration. I love to incorporate lube in all of my sexual affairs. Thank you. Do you have so many? Whether that's solo. Oh, solo Masturbation or with a partner, even if they're wet and I'm wet, it's always better to be more wet. Wetter is better. It's phenomenal. It really, and even the process of pumping the shit onto your genitals is a very erotic experience. It is? Yes. What do you mean? What is that? Imagine like someone taking a bottle of oil and pouring it on you and then you, you fucking have a massage and it's a nice thing. 
Okay. You never had that experience? I never thought of the pump itself being. The a, pump itself could be. Well, they are measured pores. It is measured, but which I'm is telling never you, it's, enough. It's, it's, so I just start pumping and pumping and pumping. Mine is not erotic. Mine is just like, how do you get another pump? Out how of do there? I get more of the lube in my hand? Is for you. Okay. There so, are so many uses of Uber Lube. It, Uber Lube is a quality silicone lube. Quality silicone lube. It's it's silicone based, meaning. It's not water-based. A lot of people think, oh, water-based is better. But no. no. Water-based penetrates the skin and brings with it whatever toxins are in the fucking lube with you. Whereas silicone-based lube doesn't permeate the skin. It cannot penetrate the skin barrier. And so it just sits on top of your skin and makes a wonderful layer. It is very body-friendly. I love it. It's great. Dermatologists recommend it. It's great Just, with toys too, but be careful with silicone toys. Yeah. And you can even use it with latex condoms. So... For 10% off and free shipping on our favorite lube, Uber Lube. Go to uberlube.com and enter code MOM. That is U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com. Enter code MOM. You'll get 10% off and free shipping. And if you guys buy this and put the picture of yourself with your little beautiful bottle of lube by Uber Lube on Instagram or TikTok or whatever social media you want, we'll repost it. I like that. Cam, you know how most guys hate going to the doctor? I love it. It's very, very comforting to sit with a doctor and tell them all your problems. <laughs> but it literally takes up half of your day just to get it done. That is true. And especially if you're trying to get boner meds, you don't want to take your work day off to go sit in a waiting room, schlep over to, you have to park and you have to meet with this doctor and talk about how your dick won't go up. Well, RexMD makes getting generic and branded Viagra easy. Everything's online, even the prescription, and they deliver it to your door. No office visits, no talking to receptionists, which can be embarrassing. It's super simple. Yes, and if you're looking for a cost-effective way to get your boner, <laughs> RexMD can help you do that. Viagra usually costs around $90 a pill. For every time you fuck, $90 down it's, the tubes. It's cost prohibitive. But RexMD has generic Viagra for just $2 a pill. All you have to do is fill out a quick medical questionnaire on their website. A U.S.-based doctor will review your situation and prescribe you generic Viagra, if appropriate. Your medication gets shipped right to the door with free two-day shipping. It's super easy, very fast, simple, and cheap. You can access your RexMD physician anytime you need afterwards. You can tell them how wonderful your penis is doing. RexMD has helped over 100,000 guys get generic Viagra quickly and conveniently. And you can get sample packs of generic Viagra. They're now available for our listeners. Yes, just go to rexmd.com slash mom to get started. That's rexmd.com slash mom. Get your sample packs of generic Viagra today. Moving right along, Moot. Well, would you like to speak about uh, your life? I have been uh, exploring Beducated. You guys know that we are sponsored by Beducated.com, which is a platform f that will teach you all about uh, sex, anything you want to know. They've really encouraged me to uh, combine my meditation practice in my sexual practice. Oh, no. It's phenomenal. What do we mean, oh, no? What does this mean? You're meditating and masturbating no, at what, the same here's, time? Here's what happens. Are you meditating and masturbating at the same time? You got it. Oh, That's my That's what I'm doing. God. That's exactly what I'm doing. You're sitting on that Zubatan or whatever. No, not on the fucking Zubatan or Zafu or whatever the fuck. What is that called? Zafu and Zubatan. Yeah, you're sitting Zabutan. on those, those Zabadi, Zabadi, Zippity, Duda no, pillows. No, no. 
What are you doing yeah, over jerking there? Off you're it's jerking a sacred off. space. You're always naked, and now you got your lights going. Now you got the Zubatan and the okay. So going. Me, you you mentioned the lights, and this is where I want, this is where I'm going with this. So, the meditation is wonderful because it get, brings you back to you anchor into the sensations that you're experiencing in the moment. Because usually, when you're hooking up with someone, when I'm hooking up with someone, you're just focused on how fast I'm going to come and how I'm slow. I'm thinking about all sorts of shit. What does this imply for us? What you know? Is, are they having a good time? Am I having a good time? Is someone not knocking at our door? Is is there an ice machine going? Can, oh, I, my, can, I, can I ask you something? What? Do you get in your head like this during sex? Not when I'm meditating. So I just focus the breath and anchoring on the breath and fucking focusing on the sensations that I'm feeling. Someone touching my skin. It's a wonderful thing. So when you got on my case, when I was fantasizing during sex and I wasn't present, you are now in that position. No, because you're not I'm fantasizing. Practicing. You're just thinking. No, I'm not talking about solo. I'm talking about when you are with a partner. I'm, I'm with a partner. I'm so fucking present. You couldn't even imagine. You just said you're off worrying about the ice machine. I'm because there's some shit going on. No, don't come up with the qualifiers. No, there's you're, shit. You're thinking if about the ice, the ice machine. machine. Is going, I, I started thinking, what's going on over there? Wouldn't it be healthier, like, to think about, like, oh, I'm I'm in the middle of a glory hole. No, I'm not in a glory hole fuck fest <laughs> in Croatia, wherever the fuck you were. I wouldn't, know exactly what. Wouldn't that be better? No. Than thinking about your ice machine? No. Tic-tac, tic-tac, tic-tac. No. I, I, so I, I anchor. That's what it is. You anchor into the sensations of your body. This is on your Zubatan? No. Wherever the fuck I'm fucking. I oh, could be on you. the floor. I could be on the couch. I could be in the fucking toilets. Okay. Wait, are you speaking about when you're with a partner by yourself? Both, mother. Okay, go ahead. Jesus Christ, with the interrogation over here. <laughs> I'm trying to anchor in the fucking moment, feeling the sensations. My mind starts wandering. You bring it back, bring it back to the sensations. Someone's stroking this, someone's touching that. Phenomenal experience. And you, I set the timer. What? I set the fucking insight timer. Yeah. When you're with a partner, you're setting timers? Sometimes. No, you're not. Yes, because then you, I, because I get in my head, I'm like, oh God. Do you know what I, I would there, do if there, I was with a guy and he's like, hold on a minute. I'm going to go set the timer no, because I got to time how long I'm on a Zubatan for before I go into the next phase of sex. You have the sex you want to have. I'll have the sex I want to fucking have. And it's got to be timed. Timed? <laughs> it's be what are you, a swim because, timer? Because I don't want to I don't want to get in my head being like, oh, they're spending so much fucking time on me over here. And so I'm you're not timing spending, it. No, it just gives, it creates a space. Okay, creates, I have a better idea. You're going to love me for this idea. Because I actually do this idea. Like when I'm giving Deez a massage or he's giving me right. a massage. You give someone a massage for 30 minutes and then they so give no, you a massage is, for an this, hour. This is my idea. You put on a song and however long the song, how, so you say you're massaging a person for two or three songs, you, or say it's three songs, then yeah. they massage you for three songs. As long as it's not Stairway to Heaven, which is like an eight minute song. So the, the, that's a good idea. I know. Then you don't have to stop and put your stopwatch on. What but, are you doing timing? Well, it was, what, did you, what did your partner think when she said, well, she, he's timing? She was a little weirded by this. <laughs> she was. But I was making a fucking good fucking, I was, the, the whole space was getting set. It felt like a massage parlor. Oh, so you're fantasizing on top of that without a massage. No, no, not, there's no fantasies involved. I don't know why you always bring the fucking fantasy in the shit. All right, just your mind was in a massage. You just I, said that. Because I was literally in a, I was creating a massage space. All right, that's fantasizing. This is not, this is not fantasizing. All right, I'm move fucking on. Making, I'm, so, so here, okay, you got to think of all the senses. Okay. I, I'm thinking about the smell. Yeah. What, first of all, I don't know what's going on. 
my my sex smells horrible. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! I realize this, and I'm not sure if Have it's you just thought sex of taking in general. A shower? Yes, I take a shower. Sometimes I take a shower like minutes before coming. <laughs> I go in the shower. I come back. No, but Stop. no, it's not. What do you mean? You, you go in the shower. And I said, if we're gonna go down further, I need to take a shower or something. This is not good situation. And you leave. I, I leave. Sometimes they'll join. Why not? It's uh, sexy. Why are you taking nice leaves of absence? A leave of absence? Yes. Because I needed to smell better. But anyway, okay. <laughs> what I'm trying to say here is, I don't know why. I don't know if it's the cum that smells bad or. Oh. So, I don't know. I, I, we. <laughs> it's fucking so awful. I hooked up with someone, huh? and the next day I had a bunch of people over, and I thought I needed to burn the sheets or something because it smelled <laughs> fucking. It, it smelled like a sewage dump in there. What? Why? There's no, Does it smell like that? No, I, you have an overly sensitive sniffer. I walk into the room, I'm like, oh my God, it's like wet dogs have been in here all day. What are you doing? How many times are you expelling semen all over the place? It's a constant flow. It's <laughs> like a steady, it's like a fucking faucet that's dripping nonstop. I am completely nauseated Me right too. Now. I'm nauseated by the whole thing. I could barely sit in my room. You have smelly sex. It smelled. And it, I have never I, smelled. I don't want, I'm, not blaming, I'm not blaming my partner at no, all. It's, it's entirely the fact that I have just a fucking i i don't know why my cum i don't i'm, I'm not attracted <laughs> better, to my own cum smell <laughs> can you smell the can you smell semen can you smell that no it's a stink it's a stink i never thought about you, it and i don't think you about don't, it you can't smell that i don't think about it like you do because first of all i, I don't do like it's 25 a times a night odor what are you doing you're something's wrong with your nose Something's wrong with my nose. Yeah, it's overly sensitive. Because every time I'm with you, you're like, "Oh, your breath smells." Your nose, <laughs> your nose is too, it's too sensitive. Dial it down a little. All right, I'll dial it. I'll dial it down a little bit. Thank you for that. that All tip. right, the I got second, another idea. What? Get some of those essential oil sprays and spray your sheets before you have sex, and maybe that'll cover up the stinky semen smell. There's nothing that can mask this shit. Skunk smell coming it's out of skunk. your penis. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't, sneaky freaks, if you have smelly semen, it's not particularly, it's not, I don't think it's particularly smelly. I think it's just that semen has an odor. It's supposed to smell like bleach. It smells funky like that. Or maybe it's supposed to taste like bleach. Something like that. I can't remember. It's, there's a funk. It's a funk. (laughs) Is it, I think I would like to take a a poll of the people present to see if there's a, has anyone experienced a funk of a, not, none. No. Okay. One female. We got two none. No. So they, they I don't make know. That three none. Three none. It's you and your sensitive sniffer. Okay. You don't think it's it, I have overly sensitive, smelly semen? No. I think that your nose is overly. No, you have your grandfather's nose. It, I can smell it a mile away. If Papa was alive today, yeah, he would probably agree with you on this. I could, I could smell it fucking miles away. All right. Should, anyway. should we move on because this is this is a long a long ass discussion about your stinky ass. Yeah, I've completely lost track of time on that one. I should have <laughs> let fucking put the timer on that one. But what about the how what? about the lighting though? I've become so obsessed with the lighting, it's unbelievable. I got colored lights in the apartment now. I saw them. It's like a fucking James Terrell exhibit. There's, All right, there's well, colored lights. It's, it's a you it's feel a like you you're in a different. High. That's what I'm trying because to. Because if I'm you were high, you're, all your senses are already already on high alert. So if you got high, it would make it even more sensitive. And I don't. I think you'd probably have a heart attack. <laughs> I, I'm I'm making the space that that I would. You're like making to, a fuck den. I'm making a fuck den. That's right. Yeah, a stinky ass 
come late fuck day. <laughs> All right. What? Why don't you get the essential oil mister thing? I have that shit. Turn you that shit on. I'm oh that shit. Put that on. Put the stuff on your sheets. And, and it's it's just, it, it's a fucking stink. It's I don't know I don't know how to tell you. It, it just it gets it, in the room. It's, it's a fucking. All right, it, it, I'm you, like there's there's fucking here. It's probably your your own like scents coming out of your spores. Like you know you're 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 working up a sweat. No, and you're just only, like it only happens when I ejaculate, and it doesn't happen alone. I don't know what's going on. Oh my god! All right, moving on. What's going on in your life? Oh, just nothing. It not <laughs> my life is fucking boring compared to your fuck then that's going on over there. Uh well, for one thing, but uh, there was some excitement. You did have a little minor family slash birthday friend birthday party. I had some people over. A for couple my birthday. people over, and I noticed looking around the room that a lot of them had been on a podcast. There were a few that had been on the podcast. Yeah. So I already have immediate like. I openness with them because yeah. we've already gotten to the the most intimate details. Yeah. And one of the guys at the party, he looked not at all familiar to me, <laughs> that, but then nobody does because I can't remember shit. And I walked up to him. I'm like, I, you're, I know all you from somewhere. And he's like, I was on your podcast. I go, really? <laughs> yeah. Who were you? He goes, well, let's just say I was one of those guys that did something five times a day. <laughs> And it dawned on me, it's Mort, the guy who comes five times a day. <laughs> like, Mort! Oh, my God. Last time we met, we were on Zoom. We were no longer on Zoom, and we are in person, and it was, like, very weird after that. He was going off about how he comes five times a day. Yeah. That guy's got a stink. You know that Talk stinks. about a stink then. That's a stink then. Yeah, he comes not just five times a day, but five times every day. Yeah. So it, 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 there's no way around. That stink follows I should have asked him at the time if I, I had only we, know. I, I should text him asking him about that. You want to text him right now? No. Uh, anyway, um, it was nice seeing all the love that was going on. And actually, we had like this white elephant game because it was your Christmas birthday. Yeah, no one got that. This was a, uh, a themed part. So basically... Do we need to go? I don't need to go. We don't need to go into this. All right. But basically you had a little Christmas in July. I was going to say July, but it was actually Christmas in April. Yes, exactly. And um, so everybody brought little gifts that they wanted to get rid of and not necessarily get rid of, but thought it would be funny. So Dee's and I brought my two books, Cougars Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There yes. and uh, Fuck Games Day Cougars. And your friends not only wanted them, but wanted me to sign them. So I signed them. I was floored by this. Why? Who I... What? I, 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 what? I didn't expect my friends to want to read your book. Yeah. What's wrong with my books? I, do, I just wasn't expecting it. Especially the guys that wanted to date older women. No, then one of, one then your, I started understanding what was yeah, going on. Yeah, one of your friends was devouring it right there. He said, I'm dating devouring a 51-year-old woman, and he's in his early 30s. So, so you're helping. You're, you're saving the world. I'm saving the world. One, one cougar co cub at a time. That's right. That's exactly what I was going to say. Anyway, um, so... Yeah, I there's only one other thing I'd like to announce. Yes. Suddenly, I find out that I'm going to be needing to move. Oh, boy. Yep. Apparently, my landlord is going to try to sell the condo I'm currently renting. How do you convey that information to someone that they're getting kicked out? He basically said, can I have a realtor come over on Monday? Oh, wow. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. And you were like, oh, because I'm leaving. Uh, that means I don't have a place to live if that realtor decides to sell the place. Holy shit. Yeah. All right, so? So I didn't make it too comfortable for them. What did you do? 
I was in the middle of a 300 program play, I have 300 playbills from all the different shows I've seen multiple times. I saw Les Mis like 17 times. Oh my God. And I had them spread up all over the apartment. So he walks in and he goes, Oh, are you in the theater? <laughs> he says this to you. I go, no, not in the theater. Just an enthusiast. Just an enthusiast. Anyway, so yeah, I'll be, I'll, I may be homeless. He's living. taking photos of your place with the playbills everywhere? Yeah. What the fuck? By the way, if, if Deez and I and the dog were planning on moving in with you in case we get stranded without a home. What? And, and now after what? hearing about the stench over there. No, no, no. I couldn't do it. So don't worry about it. I, I could never do that. No, there's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's occupied. It's occupied. Yes. You and your Zubatan are a solo operation. It's, it's a solo going on. operation for sure. Anyway, is it time for what I think it is? Uh, hit on or shit on? Yes, it's hit on or shit on. Hit on or shit on, the segment where we take your comments and questions and anything that you send our way and determine if it's a hit on or a shit on. I found one by Brayden Dot Angle. Okay. It was on TikTok. Okay. And, and I actually did some research. Okay. He said, she looks like a NPC with the eye movements. Okay. Okay. First of all, I had no idea what NPC meant. Yeah, uh, I, I actually did not know either. Did you look it up as well? I looked it up too. So it's an acronym that refers to a non-player characteristic, an important aspect of most video games. A non-player character. That that too, and, and then once I once I read this, I knew what he was talking about. Do you know what he's talking about now? Basically, it's like the shopkeeper in the shop. I'm not playing. No, no. <laughs> I'm not playing. It's a video game, and I don't get a chance to be part of it because of it's. I'm just an ancillary character. Yeah, but usually their eye movements are a little strange. Like it's like like suddenly shifty back back and forth. I'm real a shifty fast. non-essential. <laughs> person in a video game yes. i'm like a boring ass robot robot no not even a robot it said they're yeah they're different npcs are different from cpus which are computer characters meant to act like a real person so it's, oh that's it's maybe different. that's what i was thinking it's a character not controlled by either the player or an ai and can be an important character or simply populate a game's world i think i'm thinking this is a shit on <laughs> any way you look at it i've he been says it could be an important character it also might just be that your background uh, background yeah. <laughs> I, hey he was talking what? about your eye movements he said she looks like an npc with the eye movements what's wrong with my eye movements now i gotta be paranoid about I, my eye in movements. that video you were going you were just being a little shifty you're good it was back and forth. Well, fuck <laughs> you both. You and your friend Brayden. My friend Brayden. Okay, so that's a shit on, huh? It totally shit on. Yeah. I, I had... Um, Another shit on? I don't know if this is a shit on. In um, So I mentioned in the... I mentioned in the last episode that I hooked up with someone and I there was a follow-up conversation with this person to find out what she thought of it. I I, I didn't know. Okay. You know, because I, I... How I, was the question posed? Remember I, I said that I had... She went down on me for like quite a long time. Uh-huh. And, I, you know, I was fucking out of my mind. She called me the exorcist afterwards. Remember this? Yeah, I do. Okay. So I said, you know, how... how that was very... What were, what were your thoughts the other night? Uh, how was it for you? You were debriefing. It was debriefing. Okay. She was like, "It was, it was great." And I was, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it was great. I had a great time." And she goes, "Yeah, 
if one person had a great time, it was you. Oh my god! Yes. So I don't know. I think that's a uh, a shit on some. No, somewhat. no. I think anybody would like to believe that they gave enjoyment to another person. Yes. Yeah. It, she didn't she say she was kind she, of ribbing me a little bit. She didn't say she did not have a good time, but she just noticed that you were very enthusiastic with your smelly ass cum all over the place. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't want to make the impression that I have smelly cum. What? You don't want to make that impression. What do you mean? You definitely cum, want to make that impression. That's blanket, exactly what you've been talking about no, this whole episode. It's a blanket statement that cum smells. No, and it's no a blanket one, statement no that your cum smells. We've already acknowledged that it was mostly your, we've already taken a poll of the room. <laughs> and it, if no one I, says some that people have sensitive, sensitive, sensitive olfactory glands you have sensitive olfactory glands and so they can pick up on this the nuances of a cum scent oh my god all right are we going back to the, I, I think it's time to move on all right that's hit on or oh, shit, shit on. on our favorite episode yes yeah our favorite our, episode our, our yes. favorite part of the episode <laughs> you know i talked earlier about how when you have a baby you got people hanging on you all the time women always have too many things we're always multitasking and it's hard to get in the mood but dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. And I'm going to play one for you right now. Okay. Which one did you want to read? The hunk. You, so there are a bunch of hunks listed here that you can choose from. I like the chef. There's a chef here? Oh, yeah. Oh, Theo. He's a talented chef and total charmer. That's right. You want to play Theo in the doorway? I want to give him a little taste. It's a hint, hint. romantic with dirty talk. Did you like the way I said a little taste? We're cutting right to the fucking fire scene. Here we go. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Jesus Christ. Theo needs to be inside of me right now. We're eating at the same time as having sex. This is a perfect combination. What's amazing about these stories is that it feels very immersive when you're listening to this. That's right. It's you not like someone's all... reading it. It's their actual actors that are performing. You feel like you're really there. They got so many stories from intriguing coworkers with a British accent to hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. Oh, I know you like that one. I like the sleep stories, the wellness sessions, and now they even offer written stories. You know, they have some about zodiac signs as well. Which I've already listened to, the one on Libra, my sign. I would get turned on if I did this with a partner. I'm sure you've done it with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash mom. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsestories.com slash mom. Dipsystories.com slash mom. Let us know how you like them. <laughs> and I got something here that I want to talk about. It's time. It's time for mom's news. Go on. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news is a segment where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking, need-to-know info. Mother, what kind of breaking news do we have today? Well, I found out about... Uh, let's see where I can pull this up. I found out... <laughs> oh, God. I found, oh, Jesus. Apparently, I didn't know this until I did some research, but Netflix viewers are left horrified by a messed-up and very graphic sex scene in bizarre horror series, Brand New Cherry Flavor, that is many left oh, scarred for life... Um, what's going on? Apparently this is all over TikTok. There was an episode on this show called new cherry flavor. Okay. And I thought I would do a little reaction video with you so you can watch it. Cause I've already seen it. It may, it may terrify you. Okay. 
but it is a sexual scene. We're gonna watch a sexual scene together right now. Don't worry, it's not gonna it's not gonna turn you on. Okay. And, and I think you're gonna our, have to kind of narrate what what's going on here. Yeah, you're gonna have to get onto Netflix. Okay, you queued it up. Yeah, and wow. it's ready to go. What is it? What is it? You it, have to narrate what's going oh, on because they can't see this. Well, that's her body naked. Okay, so we're watching. And there's a wound. A, a woman a, with oh. a wound. Oh, I don't. It's a wound. Yes. It's a cut. What is it? It's Wait, I don't like, I don't like this. I don't like Wait, this. Wait, look what's coming out. I don't like this. You don't like it. No one likes it. That's why I brought it up. It's a horrifying. Sh- Wait, I, but no, you're not I did bl- not, I did not consent yeah, to this shit. Yeah, you got to see what's coming out. What is it? She's in the, sh- she's in the bathroom. You she's looking s- in the mirror and yeah. there's a fucking gaping wound and something's about to emerge. Because she was cursed by a witch. You, what did you watch this thing? No, I read the, the reasoning for this. I don't like to watch. Yeah, I don't yeah, like you got to see what this. happens. What? Yes. F- get it. You know what that is? Fuck is that? It's a baby kitten. A baby kitten? Yes. Ah, a baby kitten just fell on the floor. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Shit. That was the most horrifying thing you've brought into this podcast. That was almost Ooh. worse than two girls, one cup. Yeah, I thought it was along those lines. That was awful. I like to keep you up to uh, you know up to date with the latest things that are going on on TikTok. Everyone's, Never keep everyone, me up to date if that's uh, what everyone you're Everyone is horrified about that it. Was dis- yeah, that was disgusting as fuck. Wow. Why would they show that? Why is she giving birth to a little kitten in her side? Why I are you told choosing you to share that as, our, as mom's because news? As, as, as a uh, mother, I have to tell my side of the story. What? I- <laughs> what is your side of the story? Disgusting. Never ever... Um, fuck with someone because they can put a curse on you and, and then Lisa has to pay a price for the curse which sees her begin to vomit up newborn kittens. Can I ask you something? Yeah. You you have a spotlight with this mom's news. Yes. You know it's a privilege to have this yeah. spot in and not only in our show but in these people, in all of our listeners' ears. Well, I think they need to know what's going on in the current... They do you know, not need to know There's that a lot shit. of memes. There's millions of, of um, uh, re- reaction videos on TikTok. So people need to know these things. And that's mom's news. That's mom's news. You didn't like mom's news today? I hated mom's news today. It was the worst mom's news you've ever contributed to the show. Worse than the... The cup one when they're eating the shit? No. That, well, that this wasn't one is giving birth to news. kittens. I don't even think this is such a horrible thing because I love kittens. Oh, I, I think we a need a palate little, cleanser. A palate cleanser as in? It's the time of the show you guys have all been waiting for. The time of the week where your heart melts a little bit oh. and, and your loins start, catch fire and you start, you know, twitching with, with, with horniness. It's, it's Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers is the place to be. Fun living is a life for me. That's right. It's Cam's Uppers. It's a segment of the show where I get to share something near and dear to my heart, something that's touched me, that I've been thinking a lot about, that my mother typically finds... Skanky. Skanky? <laughs> As in skanky semen. Skanky semen? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's Cam's Uppers. You're already derailing it. I haven't even started the, the segment. It's and gonna you're be, derailing. It's going to be boring. It's t- I see the book already is out. Tik Nhat Tan. Uh, so I am reading a book called How to Love by Tik Nhat Tan. Oh. You're already bored by me saying the title of the book. It's no. a fucking hundred page book. You can you can pick it up. I where give it, you exciting things like kittens being born out of someone's stomach, and you come up with Tik Nhat Tan How to Love. Yes, Tik Nhat Tan is a Vietnamese picture? monk 
who is who is uh, the who, founder of Plum Village in in France is phenomenal. He just passed away. He recently. passed away. He writes a, a passage here that I wanted to read. The greatest gift. Okay, the great and this I think applies very appropriately to what we just witnessed. One of the greatest gifts we can offer people is to embody non-attachment and non-fear. Why are you sipping? Why are you taking the time to sip water right now? I'm bored already. <laughs> it's a one of the greatest gifts we can offer people is to embody non-attachment and non-fear. This is a true teaching, more precious than money or material resources. Many of us are very afraid, and this fear distorts our lives and makes us unhappy. We cling to objects and to people like a drowning person clings to a floating log. Practicing to realize non-discrimination, to see the interconnectedness and impermanence of all things, and to share this wisdom with others, we are giving the gift of non-fear. All right. We can, we can stop right there. I would like to stop right there. Okay. I would like to say that you do the opposite of this. What? You give the gift of fear. You instill this. How do I instill you, fear? You, you instilled it in me from day one of me being in the womb. I play, you blame that? You have never gifted me the gift of non-fear. I tried, uh, even the Cowabunga ride at Wisconsin Dells, <laughs> I, I brought you up there. I'm like, you're going to love this. And you screamed the whole way down. And I did have a good time. You made a good time. You did give me non-fear in that situation. Yeah, and what about when your grandparents brought you to see the Ring of the Fire at the museum and you freaked out and ran out of there like... These are just times where I've been afraid. You were just afraid just now of a kitten. Okay, you're right. See, I tried to bring the... So I need to be given the gift of non-fear to our listeners. I gotta be stoic when I watch that fucking shit. Yes. And I gotta not worry about the palpitations that are gonna come from this thing. Are you getting palpitations right now? No, but I am in a... my, uh, My... Temperature is definitely elevated. I'm very sweaty after watching that. <laughs> hey, well, what do you think about this passage of non-fear? This is a good goal of mine. Um, yeah, I think it would be a phenomenal idea for you to practice little Tignatan's non-fear every single day. I've never thought of it as a gift to give someone. Because you know that feeling of when you're f- afraid and you're with someone who's just choosing to be grounded and not fearful. Well, I don't it, like that when Dees is grounded and not fearful and I'm anxious about something. Yeah, they can't I prefer be, to him have him be a little more empathic. No, to my, because he's kind of aloof and he doesn't really give a shit about your experience. But what do you when mean you're he's with, aloof? in those situations, I know what you're talking about. But in situations where someone is with you and they're holding your hand, kind of like what you were doing on, Cowabunga, on the big Cowabunga water slide, where I was nervous, you were like, "No, there's nothing to be nervous about. I recognize you're fearful. I'm going to hold your hand. We're going to go down together. This is this is a great gift." So you have to be very motherly to your friends and family. Or fatherly, whatever you'd like. Did you feel that from your father? Yeah. Oh. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like, well, for example, if I went to the bathroom and I saw a little blood in a toilet, oh, and then I told your father, you know what he could say to me? This happened? Yeah. What What did he say? You have a little blood? The whole toilet bowl fills with blood when I take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> See? I don't know if I need to hear that. <laughs> but that my is, point is that is the type of non-fear that yeah. we're trying to. So he made light of it and yes. didn't make it to. Yeah. Know. I don't know if that's exactly sitting there with you, but I don't know. Sitting or shitting? Both, mother. We've reached the end of the show, folks. We've That was Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers is the place to be. And... I want to thank everyone for making this show possible. I want to thank everyone for making this show possible too. And we could not have done it, especially with all the little sneaky freaks writing in their little texts to us. 
Oh, yeah. And also... Oh, what? fuck. I said we were going to get to this question that we never got to. Oh, let's do it then. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll close with this this short discussion. Okay. Um, she, she go. Th- this was a question in response to our initial question. Mm-hmm. Was it ever decided what... This is from Julie. Was it ever decided what a friends with benefits with emotional connection is called? Okay, that's the question. I, I always wonder about this. I have been thinking a lot about this shit. And what have you come up with? Some people think, okay... It's either we're in a serious relationship geared towards being long-term romantic partners and companions, or we're just fuck buddies. But that really... There's a gray area in the middle. There's a gray middle way, right? Where you can kind of experience... Both. You can experience both. You can you can experience fun, and, but intimacy as well. And it doesn't need to be, you know so casual that you don't care about this person. I mean, you clearly care about this person, but it's, you don't need to necessarily intend for it to become a long-term relationship. Right. So this is an interesting thing. What is that? Is that what she's referring to? Yes. So what she do, wants to know what, what we, what that in the middle gray area would be called. Yes. And I got nothing. I, it's, it's uh, the middle way. It's, well, it's, I chose that way when I became single yeah. On purpose, because I don't want to have a, you, when you get divorced or you, you, someone dies, you don't want to immediately jump into a relationship. You right. want to have like, you know, some time to grieve and to move, you know, forward. Yes. So, but, so I would, what I would say is. Maybe this is, these are lovers. They're just lovers. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. That's kind of what this Paramours. is. Paramours. Paramours. Yes. But I mean, I would choose someone who I knew I couldn't end up with on purpose. Like if I, I chose young guys who wanted to have kids and that way I wouldn't be an option because I did not want to have any more kids. Interestingly, I coming out of this pandemic, having been celibate for over two years, which is a lot, I was, I'm ready to fucking let my seed, you know, stink all over everyone. You know what I'm saying? No, you're not. Cause if you had your seeds stink all over, you'd have a complete heart attack and think you had pregnancies all over the place. Okay. Forget about that. So, but what I'm, what I realized actually recently is that in order for sex to be good, there has to be some sort of emotional connection there, at least for me. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be a chemistry. There's got to be chemistry. There's got to be intimacy. And you have to to be able to have fun. Okay. You were putting words. I'm talking about, I need to feel connected with the person. Okay. And then you realize you stop seeing each other and then there's like, you feel heart, some sort of heartbreak, even though you didn't necessarily want a long-term relationship there. So I don't know if it's worth it. It's like eating a big piece of chocolate cake, only to know that down the line, you're going to experience a severe stomach ache. Oh. <laughs> it's better to have loved than lost than to never have loved at all. Yes. I don't know. It just makes me re-question whether I should be searching for that casual fun that those lovers. Why, why don't or you if not should, label it? Why don't you just go out and, and have fun and, and just see what the world will bring to me? I mean, when I was first with D's, I didn't want a relationship. He didn't want a relationship, but we ended up in a relationship. Yeah, I don't know. I, at least I need to. I, I've, I've, yeah, I'm learning this. This is a good Cougar, learning. One word. Oh Jesus Cougar. fucking Christ! Go out with an older woman. Okay, I think we've answered the question. I don't want to. We go don't down have a name for it, Julie. I, we don't I have a name. I liked Lover. All right, lo- Julie. Call that person. Your lover. It sounds kind of intense. Yeah. A paramour. Paramour. I like that too. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all for making this show possible. We have a Patreon party coming up, Cam. We do? 
It's on 413. That's right. It's the day after this airs, actually. How do you like that? At 5 p.m. Pacific time, come join us on Zoom. We're going to hang out with all of you sneaky freaks. And you'll get a chance to see faces with names you've been hearing for the last six and a half years. That's right. Yeah, it's, our Patreon family is are the people that are really helping keep our lights on, literally our studio lights on, because we use those funds to actually record in a professional studio, which you can now watch on YouTube. And I'd, we, we would like to uh, say thank you with a monthly Zoom call. So join us at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Also, if you're a Patreon member, you can ask us questions and we will message you back. Like And... There's a wonderful Discord channel, so you can chat with all the other Patreon sneaky freaks. It's wonderful. It's you're part of an intimate club of sneaky freaks. We also want to thank everyone who's left us a rating and review wherever you are listening to this podcast. If you've listened to this podcast for more than two episode episodes and you're enjoying it, do us a favor. Leave us a rating and review. This is a free podcast. We'd really appreciate it. You don't even have to leave a review. You can just leave a rating on Spotify. Just get, give the little five star on Spotify. It's very easy. Wherever you're listening, just leave that rating or review, and uh, we'll read one that we we particularly like. Well, liked. how do, you, do what about ratethispodcast.com/slash/mom? Yes, if you need any help figuring out how to rate or review us, go to ratethispodcast.com/slash/mom. Good call. All right, we got one from Amick, 1978. Five stars, hilarious. Just barely started listening to y'all, and I'm addicted. You guys are hilarious. Keep it up. There's a music to my ears. Short, sweet, and we love you. Yeah, I love Thank it Thank you too. very much. Anyone that says we're funny, I love. I think that brings us to the end. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and smelling cam and the sex It wasn't even a word. It wasn't even a made up word. And smelling cam. Smelly. Smelly cum semenese. I was not even intending to talk about that on today's show, by the way. Well, apparently you did. All right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.